evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for the end of your day. That's right. You've made it. The day has come to a close. You know, maybe you're coming home from that long day of work where boss yelled at you for something that really the intern did. Or maybe you're coming home to your wife after going to see your mistress who she has no idea about. Whatever it is, we're glad you've joined us for this special episode of Unwanted Answers. And why is it special? Well, because you all joined it. That's right. You know, most of the times, you know how it is. The principal yells at you, says that you're good for nothing. We all know that feeling. Some of us better than most. And that's why, but when you come here, you are special. We're all special. And you can find that by buying my new book, You Are Special. That's right. Did I steal from Mr. Rogers? Maybe a little bit, but hey, he's dead, so no one can sue us. And I am joined here by the co-anchor of the show this evening. We have mm-hmm. Tyler. That's right. Oh, yes. I feel like we're old friends to the listeners, so I forgot to say my name. I am Adam. Over there is Tyler, and you will be joining us as we fill your hearts with fun and talk about your problems as we try to help you and maybe play a few classic songs along the way. So, Tyler, I I turn to you. I must say, in this beautiful day that we had today, what's been going on lately? Too true, too true. You know, it, it, before I uh, get into that, um, I, I got to reassure everyone, you know, it's like you, like you said, after a tough day, you know, you can a lot of unexpected things in your routine. You can always count on coming back to uh, Unwanted Answers, where, yeah, we're going to have uh, the same old show that we have every week for you. Exactly. But uh, it's extra special because uh, you're here today. And, uh, you know, um, you've been maybe cooped in the office, uh, out, uh, working hard all day, and, uh, you know, by God, that sun was shining bright today. Oh, and, wasn't it you know, gorgeous? You were, you were probably just, you know, <laughs> the listener, you were probably just like, ah, oh, gosh, why can't we have a half day at work for it being so dang nice out? Exactly. I mean, but, you know... <clears throat> hits 5 p.m. You're on that uh, also glorious drive home, and finally you've got that, uh, you know, five o'clock somewhere sun beaten down uh, yes. just before evening. Uh, so uh, you know, enjoy that rest of the uh, of your day, but make sure you're enjoying it with us because uh, we've got a, a good program here for you today. Um, and you know. Uh, Speaking of that mighty bright sunshine, you know, I uh, sometimes you gotta just enjoy the simple pleasures, like the simple oh, pleasures 100%. of a walk in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, are are you kidding me? I mean, gosh, after a long winter, it's like you know, even sixty five feels like I'm sweating. <laughs> no uh, need to wear a jacket now. Uh, it's right, you know. Is that it? 
There's no, that, my you know, grandfather took walks every day, even in the winter. And, you know, one day mm. he didn't come back, and they found him months later when the snow melted. But I'm glad to know that he died doing what he loved the most, which was walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sounds like an interesting man because oh, I mean, he was. I think I'm. I think I'm pretty interesting, and you know, that's. I think my. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's my that's my hobby. Everyone can have one. Um, but yeah, man, I love a good walk, um, stretching out the legs. And, you know, that's kind of what I implore the listener to do um, this evening is, you know, uh, you know, unwind by oh, exactly. stretching out your limbs uh, before that sun goes down. Make sure you're soaking in every last ray of it. Um, oh, yes. You know what? Don't even bother with the sunscreen because once you get that burn... Just remember, it's just the sun giving you a little kiss. Just a, the <clears throat> smiley little guy in the sky just saying, like, hey, I want to give yeah. you something to remember you by. Yeah, and I believe, yeah I, and I believe it was another radio show on our network, a very similar show that said that sunscreen is literally poison. Exactly. And that if you even so much as put any on your skin, you will die of cancer and i mean i know i don't i don't like to bring the show 100%. down this early on but it's just an important thing to talk about because like there's a lot of shows that spread misinformation you know pseudoscience yes and um i just think it's important to you know bring the truth to the to the listener that if you literally touch anything that is unnatural or was in a factory at any point and that touches your skin ever, um, you know it's a big problem. You, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll get a, a, you'll get any number of cancers. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so many ways to die, but yet we're all heading heading there. We're mm-hmm. all gonna be in the ground one day, feeding our friends the worms. But until then, we are here. To hear your problems, so call us. Call in on our hotline. We've got a, we've got a caller coming in in just a few minutes to talk about one of their problems. So sit back, relax, chill out, because you're listening to Unwanted Answers. Head out to the high seas of flavor with me, the captain, and Skipper here at our new seafood restaurant, The Hungry Mermaid. That's a stupid name. When you come to The Hungry Mermaid, you'll be greeted by me, the captain of the restaurant. Skipper here will be back getting everything prepared for your visit. I sharpening the knife so I can someday stab you in the back and become captain. Once you sit down, you'll be treated to a special drink that you can only get at the Hungry Mermaid. What is this? Salt water, just like the water that will someday fill the captain's lungs when he sinks to the bottom of Davy Jones' locker. At the Hungry Mermaid, you get to pick your own fish or lobster for that fresh taste. Oh, I only ordered one lobster. Wait, is that other one alive? It only felt right. 
that it got to see its mother one last time, since she's the one you picked to die. Enjoy your dinner. And don't forget our complimentary garlic biscuits. Captain, I, I was making the biscuits and breathed in some of the garlic, which I'm allergic to. <coughs> my throat's closing up and I can't find my EpiPen. Oh, I threw that out. You what? Oh, Skipper, you know we run a drug-free restaurant. A sober restaurant is a productive restaurant. Come sell the seas of flavor at the Hungry Mermaid. Welcome back to Unwanted Answers. That's right, curl up on the couch, maybe turn that dial in the car, and sit back because we have Delilah on the phone. Delilah, what's going on? Um, yeah, obviously uh, need some, um, Musinex for that fun. Um, um, I'm a young woman under 30 with three children. Um, oh my goodness. You, you are a hero. You are the backbone of this country. And I say this country, meaning multiple countries, because I did forget we are also syndicated in Canada. Uh, I've been married for five years, too, uh, and I I just graduated from college, you know, because I'm really young. Um, and oh, you're just a he, baby, aren't you? You just came out of that yeah, wound recently. Yeah, I'm only, I'm under 30. <clears throat> so, uh, I have no direction in my life of where I'm going. It's kind of been hard. I, uh, you know, I... I feel like of people my age they they lay uh you know my parents when they were my age um it seemed like they all had everything figured out but you know I have been married 5 years and have 3 children and I don't feel like I'm got it everything figured out you know I feel literally like I'm a scared little bee in a room full of bears you know Oh, I know. 100%. Like, literally. So, all I know is I want to make an impact on my family and go forward, you know, breaking generations that never graduated from college. I I, I look at some people who have the same degree I do and they're, you know, working at discount department stores, you know. It motivates me to buck that trend, but I don't know where to start. Uh, so... What would you do? What would you do if you felt like a, you know, a, literally like a scared little bee in a room full of bears? Well, when you're in a, when you're a scared little bee in a room full of bears, Delilah, the best thing to do is to leave. That's right. Now it sounds like you had so much potential, didn't you, back in elementary mm -hmm. school? In a way, one could say you were gifted and talented. And as we know, I've been told I've been told that a lot. Yeah, that is. I'm I'm sorry. Your story just moved me so much. That is a statement. That is a a title that goes on forever. Even if you maybe possibly made the mistake of getting married too young and getting yourself stuck with three kids. So, the best thing you can do, little B, is to pack up. Maybe take your favorite kid with you. But remember, 
I said maybe just so we don't get sued in case, you know, there's a whole kidnapping charge that goes on. But if you want, you know, pack up. Pack up your bags. Say you're going to go visit your mother. Is your mother still alive? Um, yeah, she's still alive. Um, we don't really talk. I mean, I feel like you're not addressing all due respect. I, it's just what if it's hard to pack up and leave because there aren't any windows or doors uh, to fly out of? Well, the you best... Know, in, yeah, in well, terms of being a bee. My father worked in construction for many years, and he said... There's nothing that can stop you when you have a sledgehammer. So find a sledgehammer, break those walls, and maybe maybe make sure to do it when there's no one around who can find you. But mm-hmm. break those walls. Maybe if you look, make it look like it was some type of accident so people think you're dead. Ketchup yeah. works wonders. Squirt around. I mean, you'll traumatize your children, of course. But you're never going to see them again anyway, so... It's for the best. And then you just sneak mm. off and go on your merry way. Fly off from this beehive. And maybe you'll sting another person someday. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, the the problem is I... Uh, the problem is the lack of a beehive. I mean... And and if you know if, the thing is if I had and could use a sledgehammer it's like I would probably use it to get all the bears you know yeah, remove oh, all yes. the bears from the the situation the the but that's what I'd do if I had a sledgehammer but that's the problem like what if I don't have a sledgehammer I'm just you know it's almost like I'm in a windowless room as a bee just full, with a room full of bears with no windows and I'm a bee. And yes. there's no sledgehammer. There's no sledgehammer. There's no windows. There's no bear. Or there's bears. There's no There's no sledgehammer. There's no windows. There's tons of bears and one bee, and I'm the bee. Yes. Now, may I ask, is your metaphor possibly prison? Meta- sorry, metaphor? Meta- metaphor. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I guess the gift and talented title only came in elementary school. Um... I guess we didn't get that far in middle school and high school, but what do you do for a living? Do you make license plates? Do you... Um, Well, yeah, I'm in manufacturing. You're in manufacturing? Yeah. Some, you know, a bee, like you consider yourself, oftentimes has a shank. And like a bee the best place to possibly hide the shank so that the bears don't find it is in the rectum. So, I mean, whatever you do, make sure not to have any um, prune juice or life cereal. That's what always makes my mother go. So, Because otherwise, it'll be worse than hemorrhoids. But you hide that shank, and no bear will be able to stop you. And like our old friend Rocky said, dance like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That's what you do. You, you shank them, and then you're able to escape. And what's the warden going to do? Probably not much. And then you'll have your life on the lamb. Not literally, of course, because you, you can't ride them, but maybe in a car or a or horse or, you know, 
nothing wrong with an adult tricycle. Nothing wrong at all with that. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just don't think it's the kind of thing for me. Um, uh, so, sorry, this is just, it's been an emotional kind of thing. You're going to kind of airing oh, all this out. Oh, I can it's hear been, it. It's been hard. Um, so you, you think that if I just kind of s- s- stuck it up to the bears, you know, gave them the old one-two, the old sting, that that would do it? Oh, yes, you sting those bears, and what are they going to do? Bears are cowards. You know, they say that elephants are afraid of mice. Well, I'm fairly certain that then that means by science. You know, my grandmother wasn't a a professor or anything, but but she really believed in nature. She thought she knew a lot about science, and by that logic, if elephants are afraid of mice, bears should be afraid of bees. And wait, they want the honey. You are the one in control. You fight those yeah. bears. You sting yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, it seems a little weird because they don't seem very afraid every time they try and get to my honey that I that I have. Um, they they seem like they're trying to kill me. But um, yes, that honey is your treasure. Wow. You protect it at all costs. That honey is more important than your children because. Anyone can just have a kid. It doesn't take that much skill. But to make something as precious as honey, that's a talent you need to share with the world. Yeah, that's true. And the first person you gotta share it with is yourself. I think honey is the best sweet and best natural sweetener. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's why I'm in the honey business. Oh yes. Yeah. That's why my occupation is manufacturing honey. Oh, yes. So, you go you go on with that. Remember, you sting like a bee if the, and then you do that, you'll be able to escape. Okay. Well, I'm going to try that. Um just uh just know that uh if I go out there, I give it my all and I sting as hard as I can sting. Uh just just um let the detectives know um if you don't hear from me that it was the bears that are in my living room oh yes i'll make sure to send this audio for them now i've got a great song for you and we're gonna play it right now you have a great night delilah when you need a loan come to babyface antonio's loan service you get the money you need when it's most convenient for you Totally legitimate. Got another customer for you, boss. I just need $5,000 to put on a basketball game. Of course. Let me get into my piggy bank. Take that, pig. There you go. Um, thanks. Babyface Antonio's loan service. We make sure to give you a friendly reminder for when your payment is due. What are you doing in my house? I told you I'd get you the money. Please don't hurt me. Oh, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm sorry the same can't be said for your daughter's teddy bear. You son of a... Come to Babyface Antonio's loan service for your money needs. No cops, no wires, no problem. After all, who can say no to this adorable face? Welcome back. 
Again, I'm your one and only host uh, this evening, uh, Tyler. And uh, I think we've got another caller. This is Unwanted Answers. Uh, Joseph? Uh, hi, Tyler. I, I I have a bit of a situation going on right now. Um, I thought it would be fun one day to snatch some family time before the start of our busy weeks if we had family game night on Sunday evenings. That is one of our only blocks of time when my wife, our kids, and I are not all running in different directions. No homework, sports, or clubs. Perfect, right? Well, we have tried this plan of mine several times now, and almost without exception, no matter what game or games we try, all we manage to experience is squabbling, hurt feelings, and me wondering why I thought this would be such a fun, such a good idea. Is this worth it, or is this just a harebrained dad scheme gone wrong? Well, seems like you've really got yourself in a pickle there. I, More I, than a pickle. A, a, a whole jar, it seems like. Yeah, and, and you know, I've been in similar situations as as well, um, because... <clears throat> You know, with my uh, with with my boys, um, I uh, like to you know LARP, play Warhammer 40k, the whole nine yards, Magic the Gathering, um, just just wrestling, you know, just like MMA style fighting. So there's lots of games that we play too, just as a family. I love to play all those games, except my pastor warned me against Magic the Gathering. You know, we don't yeah, go into Harry Potter um, stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, you should abandon your religion, but. Um, so what I'm thinking is, you know, it, it's a tough situation to be in, you know, but at the end of the day, you can't control your kids' wants and desires. Um, Why not? And, well, you know, it's something hard as a parent, but it's something you have to accept that, um, yeah, I don't know, you're trying to have this family time, and, you know, it's it's a big, um, it feels like a big obligation as a parent, you know, to, to get your kids to stop staring at the screens and oh, you know, go outside, uh, you know, God, get healthy. That, that, that sun, that warm sun. That warm sun. Uh, taking a walk, that's my hobby. <clears throat> I can't. I'm, last week we tried that. My son, sunburned all over, now he's shedding his skin like a snake from the peeling and it's just disgusting yeah that is that is really disgusting um so uh, i think you know in my professional advice giving opinion i think you know let the shackles off you know um you gotta let the butterfly come out of the 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 chrysalis um, you know, a lot of people say cocoon, but that's actually moths uh, are forming in a, in a cocoon, and when it's a butterfly, it's a chrysalis. Oh, yes, uh, I so read you, The Hungry Caterpillar yeah. as a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you let that butterfly fly out of that chrysalis, fly away, and um, <clears throat> if it's a monarch, probably down towards Mexico. And this is all a metaphor to say, um, give up. What? Yeah, I mean, sometimes the the strongest thing you can do is just to, you know, just totally give up. But listen, um, my littlest son, Billy, he... Bad name. You talk 
well, it was named after no, my so, grandfather, but well, um, well, is yeah, well, that's what, yeah, it's just kind of like you know, yeah, you come up with something a little well, original. Go on, go on. I well, you talk about shackles, and I thought game night would bring us closer together, and I'm worried that my boy Billy is going to get in trouble with the law. You know, he loves playing with matches, and I'm just scared about how, <laughs> what okay. this is going to. What his future will be if me and his mom let him go. I mean, you should see what it's like when we used to go family camp and he would just stare at the fire, oh, just mm-hmm. totally just amazed by it and, and would say, Mama, can I get the gas can? And we'd have to hide it. We'd have to lock it up with a chain. And I just thought yeah. family game night, maybe some Candyland or something could bring us closer together, but... It doesn't feel like it's doing much. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the pro. Can- Unfortunately, Candyland is, is a really, yeah, really bad game. So I think I think the the answer to the problem is is you know sometimes it's the simplest solutions are the ones we miss. All right, we've got blinders on. We don't see the most obvious solution right before our eyes, and that's that your son is expressing uh, a passion and interest to you and you know it's up for you to meet him halfway to recognize that like this is what my son is passionate about and um to you know try and understand those passions where they're coming from um you know so you know next time yeah letting him burn down houses i could join him and we could burn down cars he, um, you know, I've you know? been kind of feeling I've been missing an adrenaline rush in my life, and yeah, man, there was this one time that I had to pick him up because he was playing with some matches, and I heard a police siren, and we had just had to hide. And once it was done, I had such a high, you know. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, you probably haven't felt that since you were a kid. Home, exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, it, it's like that's just the thing. You know, it's just that, uh, you know, you got to meet your children where they're at and accept them for who they are. Yes. And my um, son is an arsonist. Yeah, you've got a little arsonist, and, and he's gonna set the whole world on fire one day. Exactly, metaphorically, with his art. Of burning yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that's the interesting thing um, is that in a way, destruction is art because by destroying we are creating. That's right. I went to art school. Then why are you on a radio show? It, it didn't. It didn't work out. But it will work out for my son, right? Well, yeah. You don't need to go to school to do arson. Yes. Yeah, it's like more and of a trade. If we do go to prison, we would have time together. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they wouldn't necessarily place you in the best cell. I mean, I would try and get away but from the law right as time. long as you. Well, yeah. Yeah. You just got to make sure that you're tried by the same county. Oh, one hundred percent. That's. I I think this could all work out, and then maybe you know. Monday and Wednesdays, we can set fires in the prison, and maybe um, when, yeah, on yeah. Tuesday and Thursday, we can 
get out of game of Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. How's that for prison abolition? Uh, also, Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly sucks too. I would definitely um, look into 18xx, like train games. Oh, or I don't. Some I don't do of, anything like, that goes past. Okay. Uh, two X's. You know, I got okay. caught in a video store that had three X's, and oh. My daddy was so ashamed, but yet also proud of me, you know. I was 16, and he bought me my first beer afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you had a good father figure. I had you a can... great father figure. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he's trying to emulate it's too some bad of that. He, got, and... he went missing when he made a deal with the mob, but I have great memories of him. Great memories. Yeah. I mean, that that's great. And, you know, this is an important time in your son's life where he'll be looking for good memories with his father. Memories he can't forget. Yes. And I think the first thing I'm going to do is have him burn off our fingerprints so that they can't tr trace it back to us. Yeah, I mean, the um, it's not surefire. <laughs> surefire. But it is... <laughs> it a is, good one. You could try it. <clears throat> It's a good starting point. Yes, I think that the arson, arsoning, if you will, will. I think that I think that's going to bring us together. We're going to be closer, and you know, mm -hmm. my wife, things haven't been working that that great anyway. I've been kind of regretting that I didn't marry your sister instead, but maybe this could be mm. the thing in a marriage <clears throat> that we need. You know, nothing. Yeah, of course. You know. My daddy, when he would go to prison all the time, said nothing mm -hmm. saves a marriage better than conjugal visits at the prison, so. Yeah, that was his saying? That was his saying. <laughs> That's how he gave me the talk. And right. there's yeah. nothing there's nothing that changes your life than more knowing that you were created in the prison system. Yeah. When yeah. mama had to um, distract the guard... But wearing a loose top or a tight top and saying, uh -huh. saying to the guard that, hey, you let us create my son. You can watch. And the guard took up that offer very fast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Faster than, than one would think. But he was a lonely dude. And, um. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and your dad, yeah, I, I, it's good to hear that you were, you know, close enough with your dad that he would, you know, bond with you by telling you all of these things. Like, that's a big moment when a father tells his son about the moment of his conception and the details of it. That's, there you know, that's so big. so many things that he told me. Yeah. So many things. Yeah, and, and so, you know... Like where the mods you know, buried those bodies. I think that's why he disappeared. And I'm not saying I know, but I'm just saying that I know yeah. some things. Right, and you're not going to snitch, right? Exactly. That's that's okay. what Daddy always said. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, and so not when... Not like a cute little blue alien dog either. No, no, no. You get put in the ground for that. Just yeah. like Daddy did. Yeah, Um. and you know, I, I've got really good news for you, Joey. Can I call you Joey? Just like Daddy did. Okay, yeah. Brings me back. Yeah, I've got I've got good news my for dad. you. I miss my yeah, daddy. yeah, I understand that. I, I've got good news for you though. I know it's hard to think about him, but I got really good news for you, and that's that when you're trying to solve this problem with your son, most of the work's already been done for you because you have a great role model to look back to, as it is, and you know it's just that simple. 
I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. I know Sometimes you Sometimes I get out the Ouija board to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one on the other line. Yeah, you're yeah, you're giving way too much money to Hasbro. We ha- Hasbro get, owns owns the Ouija board product. Well, Hasbro told me not to, but I tried to make a deal with Satan to bring him back. Yeah, well, I mean that brings Satan us back said it to wasn't a good enough deal. Yeah. Well, if you'll recall another step that I gave was to leave your religion. So, I mean, that's another step big step to take. I know it's not my place. But- I might be breaking some kind of, like, radio board, um, three-letter organization kind of policy here, but I do think that you should, you know, abandon your faith. I mean, my pastor really scares me. I mean, I shouldn't be saying this, but there's people from the congregation disappearing each week. That's, um... And he keeps telling us to leave our friends and family, and I love my pastor, but he really scares me. I don't know if I can take that step. But maybe I can get away from him with the yeah. arson. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, you should look up Norwegian black metal on Wikipedia. That'll be a good inspiration for I you. Will. We can listen to it on the way to our first mm-hmm. uh, burning. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you, um, thank you Tyler. This really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I appreciate knowing that. And you know what? We're on every evening, same time. So if uh, let me know how let me know how the first bonding experience with your son goes. I can't wait to hear. I will. I listen to you all the time, and I'm sure that that's amazing. They have radios in prison too. Oh yeah, they'll they'll get you one. <gasps> They're nice people, like that guard. Right. Yeah. There's. Yeah. There's tons. There's tons of nice people out out there that to help you out. Um. And it sounds like you know. In it sounds like you you know you have a father looked up to, and I I believe in my heart that your son is gonna have that same experience, a father to look up to. Yes. I'll show him how to burn down those things. I'll show yeah. him how to burn those cars. It's good. It's gonna be great. Thank you. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe he'll have an aunt to look up to as well, slash mother. You know, maybe you can try, try again. One day, one day. That's the goal. Well, I uh, I hope everything works out for you. Um, I I thank you for calling in. Like I said, let me know how everything goes. Um, I will, even if it's from a letter from the prison. All right. Yeah. Well. Well. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Hey, Billy, go get the can. We're going to set some things on fire. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Welcome back to Unwanted Answers. That's right. You have problems, and you come to us for solutions. Now, we can't help every problem. Can't help. You get that money back that you lost at the racetrack. Can't help it that you got caught cheating on your wife with her sister, but we can help the little problems, and I guess that's a step forward in a way. So, on the phone, we have Lionel calling in, and Lionel, what's going on? 
did you say Lionel or I because it's, it's Lionel, L I N E L. Okay, Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. Okay, it's not it's not that weird. Okay, anyway, <clears throat> sorry. I uh, love the show. Um, so oh yes, we're all protective I, of our names. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And I have a coworker. This is the question, okay? I have a coworker I share an office with. We're we're cordial, but not friends. The problem is he chews gum most of the day with his mouth open oh. and occasionally pops it. The noises he makes are extremely disturbing and they disgust me. I've taken to wearing headphones and listening to music as often as possible to turn to, to, to tune out his noises. But it feels a bit rude and isn't practical for all day. Honestly, I'm on the verge of just snapping at him. Oh, I so can is there tell. Any, is there any way I can, you know, alert him of the problem without disrupting our working relationship? Yes, well... This could have helped with our last caller, but sometimes the best way to fight fire is with fire. Mm-hmm. One of the best things you could do is you can... Do you chew gum? Oh, I, um, I hate this stuff. Well, you should start. Because why not give him a taste of his own medicine? Like, he will chew what? Probably, like, one of those little... L- ones that come in the tiny little things like Nicorette yeah. or something. Well, it's you like, need Hubba yeah, like Bubble. Orbit. <clears throat> the giant one. That way you can make the bigger bubbles. Big as the eye can see. The kind that will lift right. you. Like the house from up. Like it almost, yeah. it becomes a balloon almost. Yeah, or maybe the kind with the little comics. Yes. Though I don't think they make those anymore. But if what? you can find them. Yes, they went out of business oh, a few years ago. I know because my my um, aunt was laid off from the plant, so that was the end of chewing gum for her. Then she just took up other vices, you know, smoking, drinking, laffy taffy. That's well, what I, got I her can, the yeah, I can, I can do all of that though. I don't know about the gum, but I can do the drinking. I can do the smoking. What you need to do is face your fears. What are you afraid about, swallowing the gum? I'm afraid I won't get a little comic in it. Well, I- I'm afraid that that time has passed. But there are other treats you can get in the gum. Sometimes there's little tattoos. You can tattoo your tongue. Feel really? like a big biker. Actually, that that could be something that could help. You go up to them. You go up to your coworker. And you yell, stop it! And make sure that maybe you add a little lisp in it. Go full Daffy Duck. And you show your tongue has a tattoo. Yeah. No one. Stop it. (laughs) No one will want to go up against you because anyone can get a tattoo anywhere. Like on Mm -hmm. an arm, a leg, a back, a shoulder. But it takes a real person. Like a real person with a spine to get their tongue tattooed. I mean, you screw that up, you'll never taste again. And this is a sign. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 
Now, just make sure the tattoo wasn't upside down, because otherwise the coworker will just get confused. Mm, but okay, I think that's it, true. The tattoo, and it, if, if you're really that bothered about chewing gum, why not get a real tattoo on your tongue? Yeah, then I don't even have to. I can skip the step of buying the gum with the little tattoo and go straight to the tattoo. Exactly. And it'll be real, so it'll seem even more hardcore. I see oh. what you're getting at. I definitely see what you're getting at, but I'm 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 a little concerned of what to get. Well, if you really want to make him, uh, if you really want to scare him, <clears throat> what you could do is get the a picture of the coworker's face tattooed oh. on your tongue hyper realistic yeah yes exactly maybe like a little yeah the like, ghostbusters thing the circle with the slash through it yeah say, none of this co-worker not only will they feel a little scared but they might be like oh they've taken a notice maybe they're um a fan of my work too bad they're not the boss but th- i think that yeah. will get the, the <clears throat> picture like hey mm-hmm. i've got my eye on you Right, right, yes. and then <clears throat> when I show it, when I, I, you know, I stick out my tongue and their their face <laughs> is right on it, then what? Do I, you know, just kind of, you know, just kind of the next, just kind of the next natural thing, just kind of like, you know. And, and what, like what a, is the next natural thing? Well, you know, it's not like there's not like just a one never thing, it's just kind of like, you know, the, the next, like the the next natural like then you know just kind of the thing you think of next well it's like the once, normal once you show your tongue it'll either make the co-workers scared and they'll run off and then you'll never have to see them again or they'll just be you know they could be a little concerned maybe report you to hr in that case you've got nothing to lose you smash his computer and say hey <clears throat> you're this is how your gum popping makes me feel and you smash his computer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not his personal one, but maybe there's some foes he has of, like, his mm-hmm. dead dog on there that he'll never get back. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, He does? Well, there you uh-huh. go. You don't even have to smash it. You just have to spill some water on it, and that will send oh, an even yeah. bigger message. Yeah, yeah. Not as, yeah, you know, it's not the next natural thing that you'd think of, but I do like that, you know? Just yes. Just kind of like, just kind of like, you know, metaphorically kind of. <laughs> yes. Um, it's not getting his him property, it hurts, but what he loses is invaluable. <clears throat> yeah, and the HR thing, like, I mean, that's no problem. Yeah, what you have to, to do is just get to HR faster. Race oh, well, him there, yeah. if you will. Are you faster? I've done, Are you faster than him? Oh, faster yeah, I mean, I'm extremely fast. I've, I've dealt with that dozens of times. Yes. So I'm sure the HR person knows you very well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Yeah, it's Rebecca. First name basis, that's that's always yeah. good. Yeah, and she doesn't chew gum, so we're good. Yes. Yeah, so, if in fact, maybe even beforehand, you kind of recreate the situation for her. Like you chew that gum and say, "This is the living hell I'm going through." That mm-hmm. way, she'll understand a when you get the tattoo, and b once you destroy the computer. Yeah, and maybe she'll get a tattoo of me. Well, I'm let's like, not go to... so far. Let's, okay, let's I might, baby steps. I might not be understanding. Baby okay. steps. Yeah, but yes, it's always possible yeah. she'll get a tattoo of you. 
Okay. Or at least one I, that I think I'm looks following. Like you. I think I'm following. I think I'm following. Um. Uh. So I go to work. Yes. The gum. I hear the gum chewing. Yes. I turn in my swivel chair. Turn. Tongue comes out. Exactly. Like the rockers from Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then maybe even go like in full yeah. Kiss makeup as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm in the makeup. I turn. The tongue comes out. He sees the tongue. He processes that it's him with a no sign around it. Exactly. Um, and that's not. Do I have to? Like, so what do I do with the knives? With the knives? Well, with the knives, you go out to a steakhouse and you celebrate that this coworker is gone forever. They're not steak knives. They're not steak knives. Well, are they? Can you at least cut butter with them? Well, yeah, I'm sure you got, I've cut way harder things to cut than butter with them. It's well, not going to be a problem to cut butter. Well, I guess if they can cut through anything, you can use them for anything then. Mm-hmm. You're I getting mean, that's your what money's worth with those steak, yeah. with those knives, and I'm sure that if they work, and you tell us that they work, we can get a sponsor, sponsorship with them. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> Maybe get you a little rebate. That seems very after the fact, though. So it seems like I kind of got to keep the knives intact, like they're got like clean, just kind of unused. Clean and then unused, like later, maybe are they still in the box? No. No. Oh, that means they've gone down in value. What? But well, just keep them clean. Keep them sharp. That's that's the most important part. I mean, I obviously do that. <laughs> and maybe, I guess, just... Maybe you don't need the knives this time. Maybe this is just one of those... The knives are, should be for special occasions. Is this not a special occasion? Because it feels like, you know, it's only once in a lifetime that I get to attack or, like, um, kind of confront a coworker like this. <laughs> this is one of those times where you don't want the knives because, I mean, you get fingerprints on them, smudges, who knows? But, as we've been saying a lot of times, whenever, you know, because HR, you know, you never know how things are going to go. If things don't go well and you end up going to prison, the best thing you you can have is a shank. Yeah. And as, you know, the last caller told us, as we've told many people, the best place to hide the shank is in the rectum. So. Right. You hide up there. No one can stop you. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yes. Just make sure not to have a brand muffin or anything ahead of time. All right. Yeah. Because that's probably going to happen. So, I mean, the other thing I heard, though, I don't know if this is the right show to call in for this, but I I do believe I don't really have anything going on in my life right now. And so I'm kind of wondering about the like, not that I have a reason like to go to prison, but just kind of like the, I don't know, I heard this romantic story about a guy's dad and like conjugal visits. Yes. And it just Um, kind of... You know, I kind of wondered if maybe someday I maybe someday I would have a romance like that. 
Yes. Um, you know, Caller even told us that Caller told us that, you know, he was created, conceived in a conjugal visit mm. in one of the trailers at the prison and you know, mm. it's amazing because they don't really wow. change things that much at the prison. Wow. You know, so I have a chance to start a family. That's right. You know, our caller off air, he told Tyler, you know, the other co-host of this show, mm-hmm. that sometimes he'll go to the trailer where he was created, and he knows the exact spots, and he'll go to the trailer, and he'll point at Stain and be like, hey, look, there's my brother that I just missed wow. out on. Because Dad didn't have the best aim, but... Wow, I haven't shed a tear in years, but just thinking about, like, I might get to start a family. You may be able to start a family. I thought it was too late for me. You know, I'm 82. It's like, you just kind of Yes, and the best part is, is that, you know, you probably won't make it to when that kid is 18. But if you die when they're young, they'll idolize you forever. Everything they'll always say is that it was for dad. Right. Yeah, because if 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 you leave soon, they won't have a chance to have grow any opinions about you. Oh, exactly. You want them to think of you like the romanticize the memories they have of you when they were 4 and 5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this that's is... good because uh, yeah, I I don't think I have I don't think I have long to live. Yes. So I mean, I'm kind of, you know, trying to go out with a bang. The best way to find love as a prisoner is through the pen pal program. There's so many people. Have you ever seen Unsolved Mysteries? Um, well, yeah, I've seen tons. I've seen tons of them that they haven't figured out yet. Oh, like, yes. Like, I've witnessed, I, like, I've witnessed tons. Yes. Maybe someday we'll see you on the show. Show. Oh, show. It's a show. Okay. Oh, yes. It was a show very popular in the 80s and 90s, and it's recently come back on Netflix. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I wasn't really... I think I was somewhere else in the 80s and 90s. It was, yeah, it wasn't yes. really... I wasn't so, really on TV or like, well, yeah. Anyway, so, go on. So, one thing that we always see in the show is that these these prisoners will have pen pals with these lonely housewives... And then they just create a little excitement, a little danger that they needed in their life. And then they'll leave their family. Not only will they leave their family for you, they'll help spring you from prison. Oh, that's the, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, so, well, but what if I what if I kind of develop a, a, like kind of a family and a routine there, and I just kind of you know I don't want to necessarily leave. Well, the nice thing about prison is that there's always a way to get a late checkout. Anyway, you know, just um, punch a guard or make wine in the toilet. And then when you're about to serve it, you flush the toilet and then that will cause a riot. Oh, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, you know what? That's really enlightening, yeah. You know what? Prison is like a place where you can have fun fighting people. You know, in elementary yeah. school... Gets a little of the aggression out. Yeah. yeah, in elementary school, they try to break you up from the fights. But in prison, mm-hmm. the guards just sit back, 
get some popcorn and watch and see what happens. Yeah, that's nice. You, you know, it could be good for me. It's like it a not, reward for growing up. Yeah, believe it or not, I actually... You can fight in prison. That's, yeah, it would be good for me because, believe it or not, I actually have a little bit of a temper. <laughs> well, that is good to know. Remember to hold on to that because it should help you through the pain of gain the tattoo tongue. The tongue tattoo. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so step one. Step one on yeah. this journey you're about to yeah. have. You know yeah, what I would call this? I would road. call this Operation Family. That's beautiful. That That is I, beautiful. I'm about, to shed, I'm about to shed a second tear. Yes. Wow. You're not alone anymore. Wow. You're not alone anymore. And I think that's the best gift of all that one can have. It's creating wow. a family in prison. So I hope this Gosh. helps you, Lionel. I'm, yeah, I'm going to think about this really hard. I, I think I could probably book a tattoo. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah, I could book a tattoo. I could definitely get in the, the office, you know, extra early, make sure I'm there. My tongue will probably be bleeding, but that'll probably just add to it. Oh, yes. Just a few tissue dabs here and there. It's like cutting yourself shaving. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, and which I do, you know, every night. Um, wow, Using I, those I really, knives? Well, <clears throat> yeah. It's it's sort of not any different than a straight razor. It's you know. It's just oh, exactly. Like, you know, I've already got so many of them that I might as well use them for more than one thing. Oh, exactly. So, Lionel, I hope that helped you with your issue, and I'm glad that you called in. Thank you. Uh, I'm. I, I think this is a brighter future for me. I I really feel that. Yes, especially. By the way, did you say Lionel or did you say Lionel? Because I, I said might whatever you. Just... I said the okay. one that you hear in your okay. head for when it's time for you to speak. Okay. All right. Okay. Now you have a good night. We will be right back after this commercial break, and then maybe we'll play another song for you. You're listening to Unwanted Answers. What was that? What was that? When you need to go, you can't let an inconvenience stop you. Oh, I really should have had that bran muffin. That's when you call the toilet experts. Daddy, I clogged the toilet with my paper boats. What? Are you kidding me? Hell wait! Huck's Plumbing makes pooping time the best time of day. Me and Cousin Henry will get your crapper ready for when it's time to deliver that special package. Uh, I drive the truck. Sometimes blindfold. There's nothing better than sticking your hand down a stranger's toilet and pulling out what they had for dinner the night before. Hey, wait, does that smell good? That smell would make a pretty perfume. To us, it's not just a job, it's the most fun thing in the world. Okay, let's see, this toilet can take two full rolls of paper. Hey, wait, look at that toilet overflow. <laughs> it's like Niagara Falls. Plus, a Hooks Plumbing, we'll guarantee that we'll get the job done within 30 minutes. We'll even give it the first test ourselves. Huck, is everything okay in there? No, wait, that's good pooping. I couldn't wait and went 
outside. So call Hux Plumbing for all your toilet needs, and you'll get the hoo-wee guarantee. Well, welcome back again. I am your host, as always, Tyler, the one and only, and um, I have another caller here um, to, you know, finish out the show. Uh, remember, you can always call in uh, to Unwanted Answers, and we'll uh, solve your problems. Um, so, who have I got on the line here? All right, uh, Walter, this is uh, Unwanted Answers. We've got you on the line. Hello, thank you. Um, many years ago, shortly after our mother's death, my sister and I impulsively gave our friend my mother's pearl necklace. We've regretted it ever since. We wish we hadn't acted so quickly because the pearls were a gift from our dad to our mom. Is it too late to ask her to return it? I'd like to pass it on to my granddaughter, but don't want to offend, offend my long-lost friend. At any rate... I have learned and hope others will heed this advice. Do not act impulsively when giving away precious mementos of your loved ones. You may regret it. Tyler, thank you for considering this sensitive issue. God bless. I don't know I, what to do. Of course. Of course. You know, um... It's mother's it, pearls. And they're gone. Yeah, I know. It's, it's human nature to act impulsively i know it can you know there's a lot of regret i i mean i always teach if you listen week to week to live without regret and sometimes that's gonna feel you know a little like you're being selfish um but that just means you're human you have empathy selfish i spent too much time giving it's time for me to take and the first thing i want to take is the necklace okay um, I was kind of going for more of like a <clears throat> kind of a kind of a like a, a positive, you know, fulfilling kind of uplifting kind of thing that teaches like more empathy and allows you to act better in the future. But you, you know, you're sometimes saying... I sign up my house for toys for tots. I don't need them. I just use my dog's name, Bruno. Okay, sorry, Walter, um, forgive me, how old are you exactly? Uh, 86. Okay, um, another octogenarian, uh, which, uh, caller, and and, and that's great. Um, and you, you want toys? Well, I sign up, I don't want the toys, I sell them on the black market, but I Get them oh, so okay, so you want the you want the money. You want the I money. do want the money. Okay. I don't right. want the stupid plastic toys. I hate toys. Okay. They creep me out. You, they creep you, you out. They creep you out. Especially the dogs that talk. Okay. Sometimes uh, it feels like they're thinking what I'm thinking. They're not saying anything. Okay. I can't even like follow a thread here. It feels like um, we're going in a lot of places. I'm just trying to deconstruct the basic premise of your question so I can help you out here. Um, have you thought about maybe um, trying to make it up to your family members in some way as, as sort of like a 
a tit for tat kind of like oh i acted impulsively and did this thing but like hey here's here's something that shows i still care are we completely not on that i don't feel like doing that why should i i didn't why should i have to give because i screwed up i just want the pearls back <laughs> um okay so the the premise of this question felt like there was like a hint of like humility like you had some kind of shred of regret but it sounds like you just want pearls look they were, they were my mother's pearls and i want what? them back so what do you want me to help you with i can't get i can't get, i can't get the pearls back tell me and if I break into the house, it will be okay. Tell me, if I steal the pearls back, everything will be okay. My friend will be fine with it. I'm not going to go to prison. Just tell me that if I steal, okay. it's going to be want, okay. You want reassurance. I do. Okay. I can tell you that um, you can make a lot of friends in prison. <laughs> You I got uh, can start up. A- <laughs> That's how I got into this mess. <laughs> you don't even want. Okay, okay. Because I was gonna say I know. Um, yeah, I know a Walter and I know a Lionel. Or sorry, you're Walter. I know a Lionel and I know um, a Joseph, uh, <clears throat> who might be able to help you out. But it sounds like it's you too late just. For that. Okay, I'm in you the don't house want. Right you don't now. want. Okay, wait, no, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't move. You're in the house right now. I'm in the house right now. My friend is tied up like a hog. Well, how did you do that so fast? I've, I've been walking and talking and doing everything. That's okay. That's really impressive. Please untie your friend. I can't do that. What do you mean you can't? Cops. What do you? Wait, Look, I'll send you. I have pearls. I have pearls. I'll send you pearls. I'll send. I'll send you pearls. Don't just let him go. I can't do that. I don't know what to do. I've got the mama's pearls in my hand right now, and a few other goodies. Did Did you need to tie him up for that? You know, just leave. Look, I. I he was more willing to give him than I thought, but now we're we're, we're too far in. Okay, like, uh, this is, okay. The question I need to ask is, do I take him with me in the car and dump him in the river? No, you don't, okay. No. You're already in the car, aren't you? I, I've unlocked the car, and I'm about to... What, no, you're acting really impulsively. Please just slow down. Oh my take, god, okay, why, take why a do breath. I do this? Why do take I a do breath. this? You're acting so impulsively right now. Why do I do these things? I, I don't, like, can can you just, okay, can you completely stop? Just take a breath. Don't drop the, don't drop the phone, but just, like, kind of everything else. Okay. Take a breath, okay. <clears throat> take a deep breath with me, okay? That's all I can take, because I don't know and, how many breaths I got Okay, left. all right, all right, and I'm going to play extra loud Summer Night Piano Solo from freesound.org, okay? It's my favorite song. Do you hear that swelling in? Oh, that's nice. Okay, yes. So we got to live tranquilly. We are one with every part of ourselves. That impulsive part of yourself, it's part of you, but it's not the only part of you. It is not all of you. 
and now you can breathe now you can breathe out you were supposed to be holding your breath that entire time now you can breathe out i can't hold my breath so long or i might die i understand you can breathe normally now the meditation is over okay now i'm terrified to ask but are you still just standing there and nothing else has happened I am outside of the house with my friend beside me, but this time I had to put duct tape on his mouth. Okay, how did you do that? How did I do that? It's called talent. It's something your generation would not know about. You were you were literally just meditating and holding your breath and listening to uh, you were listening to summer night piano solo. I may have taken a break for free. a second. From free, okay. Well, this was so quick. I I had I'm you fast. stop and I I know I had you stop and meditate for like fifteen seconds, and you've duct taped some. You've untied and then duct taped someone. Or Sir, they, no, he's still tied up. Huh? Oh, okay. I can't let him loose now, but <laughs> I've I had duct tape to stop the screaming. No, well you know okay yeah, but you should definitely let him loose though. I don't know if I can do that, cause then he'll call the cops. It is, okay, is Summer Night Piano Solo royalty-free music from freesound.org not teaching you anything? You You're have right. to be come from a place of peace and forgiveness. Okay. You forgive yourself for being impulsive and learn to be I better the next time. I myself every day. You know why? Because I do nothing wrong. That that's not forgiving yourself. That's You're not. Right. That's just giving myself a good old pat on the back. <laughs> okay. Oh, so that's good. The next thing I was gonna oh, say is forgive your family member for trying to stop you from from getting the pearls. Forgive that and let him go. But I have a feeling that's kind of kind of fallen deaf ears. I can't do that. Here's my. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I put him in the trunk of the car. Maybe spin, no. go in a few circles around, and maybe spinning him around will make him forget his memory, his memory of this event. No, 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 that's so many steps. That's so many steps. You could just... Is there a way to tell him that this was all a bad dream? I honestly, at the... You know what? Yes, it'll work perfectly. If you untie him, you take the duct tape off, or if, carry him to bed first, untie yes. him, take the du- duct tape off, and then say... Step, take a step back, right? And then say, this was all a dream, and then leave. Well, giving him some warm milk help. <clears throat> sure. He's lactose intolerant, but I'll take your word for it. Well, okay, then I I guess don't, but honestly, fine. And we're too Just... late. We are too late. How? I poured the milk <laughs> into a cup. It's on its way to the microwave. How? We are too late because you ramble too long. Not really. We're on the way. All right. I'm about to press 30 seconds on the microwave to heat up the milk. When I come back, I'm going to put him to bed now. When I come back, the milk should be nice and hot. Okay. You're going to... Okay. I'm going to carry him to bed. Boy, he's fat. This is unnecessary. Oh my god. His bedroom's upstairs. I, I'm not going upstairs. He can go on the couch. Okay, the, okay. This is, you're, you're so impulsive you didn't even think the far enough ahead 
to think that the room was upstairs. Oh god, I gotta got got get the milk! Ah! It's hot, it's hot, it's hot in the cup! Yeah. Yeah, you take a second, you take a beat, you you let it cool off. Why didn't you tell me it'd be hot? That is this the first time you've ever microwaved something and it was hot? I don't microwave milk! Who does that? My stupid friend who lacks more milk, even though he's lactose intolerant. Okay, so this that's not even a youth like it's very weird situation. I don't even know. All right. Have, have you? Okay, so he's sleeping on the couch. Have you untied him yet? I think he's a bit unconscious on the couch, but he his eyes are closed. Wait, a bit unconscious. When's the last time you saw him move? Um, I mean, he's kind of moving right now. He's kind of making this weird sound of... Uh, yeah, I mean, his um, eyes twitching. His eyes twitching. That should be a good sign, right? Um, <clears throat> His eyelid. Oh, dear. His eyelid, I mean. His eyelid is twitching. Um, you know what? Um... I uh, I quit the show. No, you can't do that. I actually. You're supposed I to actually, tell me everything's gonna be okay. I know. I, I actually quit the show. I actually. I'm sorry, listeners. I know that this has been my hands are uh, shaking. A normal I'm episode. I'm spilling the hot milk on him. Adam and Tyler on Unwanted oh, Answers, God! our evening radio show where we answer your questions. Uh, you can call in and do I take talk to Adam the for the rest off? of the episode. I I'm done. Tell I, me everything's um, gonna be okay. I thought that the um, encouraging someone to commit arson was a thrill. Honestly, it was great, but this is too far. This is too much. The milk Tell me that's it's disgusting. Be okay. You don't just drink warm milk out of the microwave. That's too far. This guy's weird. Now I think he's dead. But worst of all, this Walter guy. I'm gonna tape over his broke eye. Me. This is it. That way like, he can't, I can't see me. <clears throat> I'm done. Hello? So, um, I'm leaving the studio now. Can anybody hear me? And I'm honestly not even hanging up the phone. I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna let it be off the hook until it hangs up, and I'm out of here, so. Okay, I'm gonna uh, take. I'm not coming the back. The tape off his mouth. Oh, okay, okay, he's screaming, he's screaming, but he, at least I think he's alive. I'm gonna pour the hot milk in his mouth. Okay, okay, there's bubbles oh. coming up. Paul, oh God. Oh God. Paul, I quit. Oh, God. Paul, that's Why won't the bubble stop? I'm taking oh, this pen and I quit. What have I done? And I'm, not right, I'm taking back. the pearls. You're gonna, you're gonna Maybe a few goodies with me. I'm, you're gonna and I'm taking his beloved dog with me, too. I'll say no. All right, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Welcome back to Unwanted Answers. Good evening, everyone. We're here with one less one less host now. It seems that, well, Tyler was having a little trouble with a caller, but maybe one day he'll be able to call in himself and express what went down, what, he, what his issues are. It's very rare that the problem solver later has that problem themselves, but... Hey, um... Oh, sorry. Um, I forgot my... <clears throat> forgot my diet soda. Uh, screw you, I'm out. Oh, well. 
I, I guess he's really done now. Well, I guess our wonderful producer, Paul, great guy. Haven't met him yet, but in person. But man, he, he, he's really funny on Facebook. But, you know, at the end of each episode, we try to talk about what is the moral of the episode. What have we learned from today's episode? And I think the thing we learned the most is that you know, they say we're all on one destination, and that is to the grave. And that could not be more true for the caller who had, who took that person's beads, or pearl necklace, not beads, pearl necklace. But it seems like for our audience, our little group here, our audience is on a path to prison. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Because you listen in prison you get a bigger audience because they have nowhere else to go. They they can either say shut up and stab you or they can sit back and listen. And hey, 90% of our fan mail is from prison lighters and that's something I'm very proud of. I think that what we've done with this show in the past, golly, almost six years... I think it's beautiful that we've had so many people in prison, people who have screwed up their lives, decide, hey, I need some help, and I'm coming to Unwanted Answers. I'm turning to Unwanted Answers. And so, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our show. And I hope that during this time we helped you unwind, whether you're coming home from a long day at the office, or you're going to start your shift at the prison as a corrections officer. And obviously, if you are a corrections officer, now you know you've made a few friends, and you've got Walt and the Arsene Kid. Some of the names, it's hard to remember after a long show, but... You have some friends, and really isn't that the greatest gift of all? Well, I'm Adam. As we heard, this is the last episode in which you shall hear Tyler. But, you know, maybe Paul can lure him back. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I'm, I don't know if um, he'll be able to get another radio job elsewhere, but who knows? But... Until next time, my friends, always remember to be your true selves, your best selves. And you had questions, and they got answered. And there you go. Thank you for listening to Unwanted Answers.